0: Hey, this is Ed. Welcome to the VoyageCast, where we discuss all things wellness. From interviews to tips and tools, we are here to inspire and help you grow. In this episode, we get to hear from Dr. Steve, who you might remember from episode 15. He shares with us a quick tip on how to live a better life based on your brain type. So Dr. Steve, for the listeners out there, what are some great recommendations or suggestions you would advise
1: based on the works and studies you've done? Knowing what your brain patterns are is, you know, is obviously the, the start. But if you didn't have that, um, I think starting to think about the the things that scratch those itches for you on a day to day and build them into your your routine. You know, like if you have a creative itch that you need scratch, then. You know, that needs to be part of your day or at minimum part of your week.
0: Nothing is worse than having an itch you can never scratch.
1: And, you know, times change. I remember when I was in school, I used to ride my bike. I didn't go to class ever. I recorded the lectures and I rode my bike. That's all I did. Hundreds and hundreds of miles every week for four years. And I would go and just pick up my computer and listen to the, the recordings. Now, when I had kids, an eight-hour bike ride isn't really feasible anymore. But I still had to have that solitude, that time by myself to just be alone, be alone with my thoughts and just, you know, but I couldn't be on my bike for eight hours. So how was I going to have those needs met? So I think when you start to recognize that and realize that in different transitions of your life, you're going to have to have those needs met in other ways. And if they're not, it's going to come out some way and it may not be the way you like, you know? And so if you're drinking too much, you're like, okay, well,
0: yeah, I was uh, drinking during the beer because I was having such, uh, during During the movie. He's loaded.
1: What need is that filling? Or if you're you know, gambling more and it's becoming a problem, what need is that feeling and how could how could a gambling brain compare to, you know, something else and what am I going to replace it with, you know? And I think we see this in a lot of other areas. I mean, substance use is such a perfect example of, you know, you put people in detox and now they're clean, but they still have that need, you know, and they wrestle with it every single day. What's, what's going to replace it? Cigarettes, food, like what is it? You know what I mean? So something's got to replace that. So I think if you look at these things you do day in and day out and make sure that, you know, how they're going to fill that role you know and the the more extreme it is the more extreme you're going to have to counter that with you know if you're a racing driver and you quit racing you better pick up something pretty stimulating to replace that because you know what
0: the hell it's a goddamn cougar in the car
1: i think that's why we have forza yeah yeah for sure but <laughs> but again you know if you were spending all that time in that kind of like virtual world you know maybe what you'd want to do is incorporate like socialization into that too, so you're actually talking to real people. You're having that camaraderie. It's like a team. Hey, shake and gal. You know that's an easier sort of translation. But what you what I might say is like, you know, if you're a racer instead of Forza, maybe you're, um, I don't know, building a hot rod or that's uh, car analogy is probably Climbing. the best. But yeah, something else. Yeah, something else that's risky and stimulating, but you know, arguably healthy. You know? Yeah,
0: and and being intellectually and emotionally honest with your behavior patterns.
1: Yeah, and I think the spouse is recognizing that too, you know, and and know that that's part of the package, you know, and and that's that's what comes with it. And so if you recognize that in your spouse, then maybe you can help to complement that and make sure hold them accountable to having that time, you know. And we do that. I mean, we do that as a couple and it's like, "No, you need that time. Like, I'm going to make you do that. Like, you have to go do that." You know. How do people get a hold of you, Dr. Steve? I try to not have people get a hold of me. I'm
0: not interested in caring about people. <laughs> How do people find you?
1: Um, I'll be behind a computer. <laughs> um, but yeah, usually through the Exxon EG Solutions website, there's um, um, there's links there for either contact or providers can set up meetings if they're interested in, you know, either a report they got and they want to help translating it or if they want to integrate it into their practice. And I think at the, at the very surface level, just some of our resources that are there around um, different conditions and how you can, you know, sort of objectify that and help to, you know, validate people's experiences. So, you know, you can read those and if you want to dive in more, um, I'm there.
0: Do you have an email?
1: It's long. It would be info at axonegsolutions.com, but the contact is on the website as well. Well,
0: thank you. Thank you. Glad to have you back for another episode of the Cast. We appreciate your continued support, and we're excited to keep bringing you great content. If you love our podcast and want to show some extra lovin', consider joining our Patreon. And of course, don't forget to hit that subscribe button and leave us a five-star review, and share this podcast with your friends and family.